Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is finding your motivation. So often in life, I make my to-do list and carry it from day to day. Things I have to do, places I need to go, goals I set for myself are all penciled into my to-do list. But something happens to me when I keep things on that list too long. I begin to feel anxious and overwhelmed. And then there's those things that are close-range goals and long-range goals. And if the long-range ones are too far out and I never get closer, I start getting irritated. Motivation is a tough thing. Sometimes we can be really great at being motivated. We find that we lace up our shoes and hit the running track ready to make it through to the finish line. And at other times, the tasks are too difficult, too big, too scary, too time-consuming. And we find ourselves kicking off the old tennies, pulling up the ottoman, and resting our feet in front of that old TV set. Some of us are more motivated than others. Some of us were once motivated, but life, health, or trouble unplugged us from the power cord that rejuvenated our life source, and we are instead lazily unplugged and ineffective. I think back to many years ago with my friend Jared. Jared was a middle-aged man from Ireland. He had short, curly red hair and a big, bushy beard. Heavy black glasses slipped down his nose, and he always wore baggy tan pants and a white button shirt. Jared was not what you'd call attractive, nor did he have one ounce of self-discipline or motivation, bless his heart. Instead, Jared relied on his excuses, hid behind his glasses, and sat behind his computers, waiting for life to pass by. One day, my assistant and I decided we needed to help him. We knew the reason for the unplug from the battery of motivation. He'd been hurt, deeply wounded. His wife had decided she no longer loved him, packed her bags, and moved on, and he couldn't understand why. So his world had crumbled in around him, and there he sat in the middle of the crumbles. My assistant Claire and I drove to his home and picked him up for a meal and a movie. But while we had him with us, we made a quick stop at the local Kohl's, purchased a pair of Levi's and a nice black shirt, drove him to a salon where he got a new haircut and a shave, and then proceeded to take him to the store for new glasses. Yes, we did this. Can you believe it? He was so stunned and shocked. He just kept riding along and doing whatever we told him to do. With each change of his appearance, he began to find his way back to the land of self-respect and also motivation. By the time we got him to the movie, he laughed hysterically at the silly show, and during supper, we built up his confidence. As the weeks went by, we watched him gain trust, feel better about himself, and start to live life. He just needed someone to pick up the self-confidence, encourage him to plug the battery of life back into his world, and get moving, get going, start living. Motivation was once again renewed within his world. Are you in this place right now where you can't seem to get motivated to do the things you want to? Or perhaps you're in a cloud of despair or the sludge of laziness. You can't make yourself do anything, and the more you don't do it, the more it feels like you're drowning in some quicksand. Well, on today's show, I want to encourage all of us that life is here for us to live. We need to be motivated to get things done, reach our goals, accomplish feats that we set out to do, and above all, make our lives matter for God. With me on the show today is Jesse Wendland. Jesse's a business owner, college professor, and recently was a contestant in the Miss International System Beauty Pageant, 
where she competed for Miss Minnesota International. What I like most about Jessie is that I can describe her in one simple word, and that's motivated. Here to help us with understanding that concept of motivation and encouraging us on how we can obtain it, welcome Jessie Wendland. Jessie, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. so excited to share. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. So when I first met you, I think that was the the most beautiful thing about you because listeners, Jessie is absolutely beautiful herself, but she's beautiful inside and out. And I love the fact that she's someone who's young and has incredible tenacity and motivation. So let's get started looking at that word. Um, Since the first time we met, I realized that you had some incredible ambition, that you had goals that were set and you weren't afraid to work towards them. You continually display a high level of motivation. And where do you think motivation comes from? And have you always been highly motivated? I do think I was born with it or born into it a little bit. I was raised in an entrepreneurial home um, with my grandpa, my mom, and my dad all owning their own businesses. Um, So I do think I grew up with it as a lifestyle. Um, And I've always been an overachiever. I mean, yes, I have been. I graduated high school at age 17, just did three years of undergrad college, graduated when I was 20, and then had my MBA by the time I was 22. Um, So I've always been an achiever, yeah. I love that. This is fabulous, Jesse. See, it just gives me energy. I love it to listen to your motivation and your accomplishments. So you've always been... Um, that way you were, you know, within that whole family system, which sounds like it's very businessy. I love that. And now you have um, your own business that you are a partner of. And also you're a Mary Kay rep, which is, you know, a very fun business to do, but you require, you know, a lot of work. So you're also a fitness coach at Live to Be Healthy in Hutchinson, Minnesota. You've got to be organized and dedicated to be able to do all of this. So there are two uh, self-starter type of businesses that you own, you know, with the Mary Kay and the um, workout. How do you find that inner ability to wake up every day, Jesse, and just say, okay, my feet have hit the floor. I've got to work. I've got to make things go. How do you do that? I can answer that in two words. I said, I love people. Oh. I love working with people. I love sharing stories with them and hearing about their stories and their families And most importantly, I love impacting their life. And so that's what gets me up in the morning. It's not money. It's not maybe always because I'm I'm energetic to get up at 6 a.m. and start my day. But the the opportunity that I get to work with amazing people and the stories you hear in the lives that I can change, it, it makes it easy to get up every morning. Oh, I think that's beautiful. And obviously, it's a great purpose, you know, to have that you want to help people to be better, to become their best. So listeners, this past week, I had a chance to talk with my son-in-law, Peter, and I said, when you think about that word motivated, what do you think of? And he said, self-discipline. And I think that that's so true. So as I'm thinking about Jessie saying when she bounces out of bed, she's motivated because she loves people and wants to help them. I think that self-discipline is really an important part of being motivated. And Jesse, as we think about that, what are three steps that you could tell our audience that would help them to be focused and motivated in whatever job or project they're going to undertake? I wrote the first thing would be to find your why, um, to find your passion, to find out why you want to do a project or why you want to take on a job. Um, if you don't know why you're doing it, 
I, I think it would be hard to find success and or it would um, probably not work out very well or maybe not last very long. Totally. Um, so you so have to have a reason, one, a purpose. Find, find yeah. your why. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Um, secondly, I wrote build the connections. Um, mm. Build the connections. Build the relationships um, so that you can, you know, be a little bit more clear on what you're trying to gain from the project or from the job. Um, those connections will definitely help you a lot in the long term as okay. well. Um, and then I also wrote to um, keep the end in mind. So as you're working on a bigger goal, um, sometimes it can seem so far off. So you want to keep the end in mind, but really then work your deadlines backwards. So work backwards and take those those baby steps into something that's more manageable, and then you can have some smaller victories along the way into the big goal. What an incredible three suggestions. I loved them. They were really, really <laughs> great. That, that really is very helpful. And I like that working your way backwards. Have you ever had anybody um, hold you accountable for your goals, Jesse? I, I know that I do. I have people that are in my life and I say, okay, this is what I want to do. Now you check back with me, see how I'm doing. It's kind of hard to find those people. But if you do, um, how have you responded to feedback in your life? And did you ever get grouchy? with them? <laughs> uh, yes. I'm not a very patient person, um, and, and probably because of, you know, my generation a little bit, being the millennial generation, I want things right now, or actually I wanted them yesterday. Sure. Um, so, you know, I could say who holds me accountable. I could say friends. I could say my mom. I could say, you know, a significant other. However, the truth is, is I'm a business person, and I hired a coach. So I've had a business coach for the last three and a half years. Um, she's a, she is from Minnesota here, but when I realistically need a you know a hard go to tell me how to do this, talk to me seriously about how I can improve, I, I go to my coach. And because I am so business minded, I knew that the investment was well worth it for me, and so I do give a lot of credit to her. So what are some things yeah. that you think deters people from accomplishing a to do list or a major goal? Really, I think it's just one thing, and that's fear. Um, fear comes up and rears its ugly head in a lot of different ways. It can be, you know, a fear of rejection. It can be a fear of failure. It can be a failure to plan, which is just the fear of not having the time. Um, it can be fear of what people will think about you, fear of I'm not good enough. Um, really, ultimately, it's fear. I think you're exactly right, because just, you know, in my line of work with helping people, listening to women, you know, going to conferences and speaking, fear really is the number one thing. It holds people back from becoming their best. As someone who coaches, trains, teaches, and encourages others, what are your most effective ways to assist somebody in becoming motivated? So I think about at the gym, I think about, you know, with Mary Kay, how they're going to look. How do you feel like you can inspire people to be motivated to change? Right. Well, you know, kind of stems off from the last question. For one, they can't be fearful. If they're fear fearful, we have to work over that because fear is just something we make up in our head anyway. Fear is not is not a real tangible thing you can touch. Um, so once we get through that, then in order to motivate them, again, I can't just give them motivation. They have to want to be motivated. Um, and so a lot of times I have to ask them, you know, what is it that you're specifically working towards? What is your goal? And then secondly, how can I hold you accountable? Because for some people, it is, 
you know, written instructions. For some people, it's words of affirmation or words of encouragement. Some people need to be very disciplined. Um, and some people need, like, daily accountability. Some just need weekly or monthly. Um, so really, it's, it's a conversation of what are they really looking for and, and how is going to work best to hold them accountable. Because just the way I think might work um, for me is not going to always be the best way for them. I think that's true because I think sometimes um, the way that I want to motivate my husband or my kids is so different from (laughs) my personality for sure. So as you look at your circle of your closest friends, would you say that your friendships are made of people like you, Jesse, people that are highly motivated? Or do you have some friends that are just, you know, real laid back and easygoing? All of my friends are highly motivated. (laughs) We are type A People, we are D's or I's on the disc personality profile. Um, I talked to a lot of dentists, doctors. I wrote national sales directors and insurance agents. Um, I do choose the people that I surround myself with, and I know that the five people you surround yourself with the most are what you are like. Um, So with the rest of them, I do give them, um, you know, kind of a fair time allowance, and you can definitely be respectful and be encouraging, but if it's if I'm actually working on a goal, I want to surround myself with people that are going to encourage that goal and, and be able to have the knowledge and skills to help me get there. Um, so, yes, I do hang out with highly motivated people. That's so great. So let's pretend for just one minute that you have Saturday morning, you've gotten up, you've had your coffee if you're a coffee drinker, and you have nothing. There's nothing for Mary Kay. There's nothing for the workout, and there's nothing for the college. What are you going to do? I'm going to go outside. Are you? <laughs> I'm going to go outside, and I probably would still work out, run or hike, um, run up the hills, run up the trails, work in the yard. If it was summertime, I'd be at the lake. I'd be boating or wakeboarding or skiing. Um, I'd be outside. I'm probably in athletic clothes and probably looking for some friends or something to go to lunch with. Okay. So what's one last piece of advice, Jesse, that you could tell someone who has something that they're facing right now that's so important, but they just can't seem to find that motivation to get it done? Um, I think you could be real with yourself and maybe write down in a journal, you know, what it is that you're fearful of, what is holding you back, maybe a pro-con list of why you want to do it or why you don't want to do it. Um, realize where your passion lies and how much of an impact, you know, is this a big deal or is this not a big deal? Um, But how can my role change lives? And I I think that could certainly help you find the motivation to realize what power and significance you do have, even on this earth um, to really help make a difference in people's lives. So Jesse, you have a blog. Let's let the listeners know about that before we move on. What's the name of your blog? Yes, my blog is titled Joy Love Courage. It is a WordPress blog. So it's jessiejoywenland.wordpress.com. Yeah, Sounds fabulous. Well, listeners, that was Jessie Wenland, and you can hear more from her at her blog. So check that out. And Jessie, thanks so much for being with us today. I feel motivated to go out and, I don't know, vacuum or something. You're just fun to listen <laughs> to. So thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Kathy. Friends, I find motivation in many different places. Sometimes I find it through prayer and scripture. At other times, I find it with a good long nap, a brisk walk in the fresh air, or chatting with another motivated friend. Sometimes I find it from self-talk. 
one of my favorite tools that my three girls have picked up when they have to study through a long night or work after being up with babies during the night or tackle a big, messy basement closet. They'll use my tool. Are you ready? I brew a big pot of iced tea. Or if you're my girls, you'll pull out a Dr. Pepper or drive to Caribou for an iced cappuccino. I throw on some really great upbeat music. Sometimes it's something crazy like from the 80s or it's Michael Jackson. And I tell myself, okay, here we go. It makes you feel better. You get the energy from the rhythm, from the fabulous beat of that music. After we've done whatever task we have at hand, we tell ourselves, okay, there's a reward. Sometimes I watch a great movie or I take a nap or I have a gluten-free cookie. That's not always so rewarding, but that's true. And there's always a goal, and then when the goal's met, a small reward. I found some steps to be helpful when it comes to being motivated. Are you ready? Let's start with number one, prayer. So if I feel like I need some motivation to do something, I say, God, I really need help. And then number two, I make a list. So I put it in three columns. This week's goal, this month's goal, this year's goal. Now, you might not be really detail-oriented and think, ish, that sounds awful, but I'm telling you, it will clear your brain and it will help you. Then I get focused. Sometimes focused means that, you know, you're going to turn out the world's busyness and it might mean that you have to say no to going to that golf game or shopping with that girl. Maybe for a week, you shut off your phone and computer. Ooh, can you do that? Just to gain perspective. Another tip is what I talked about with Jesse, finding somebody to hold you accountable. Tell them what you want to do and then say, check back with me next week. See how I'm doing. Or here's another trip. After you've succeeded, go out and tell yourself, great, I'm going to do a reward, but I'm going to get back on track to do another simple goal. And then lastly, I think you should surround yourself with really positive people. Did you know that negativity always makes you feel defeated and depleted? Find positive people. And for me, I have a lot of motivated friends, but they're not all motivated. And that's what I like. I like to be able to help them feel motivated. I like to use my talents to get them encouraged to do something great. Friends, here's a song that's going to make you feel very motivated. It's called This Is The Moment, and it's by Carolyn Ahrens, who was just on our show a few episodes back. So just take a few minutes and enjoy it. I don't know your story. I don't even know your name. But there's something I can tell you just the same. Wherever you are going and whatever's gone before, this is the moment. You've been waiting for, yeah. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Hey! Well, I don't pretend to know what it's like walking in your shoes, but I know your path will be the one you choose. So, whatever has been. This is the moment you've been waiting for Stop for no one, we both know that that's a fact 
producer of the show, John Jennings, and we're going to keep talking about motivation. Tell me what motivates you. What motivates me, Kathy, is the finished product, whatever it is, whether it's uh, building something, whether it's fixing something, whether it's getting to, I'm I'm looking ahead at what the finished product will be. No matter how long it takes, uh, sometimes you have to make some plans in between the beginning and the end because the finished product will take a long time. Uh, and sometimes it's quick results, but uh, what motivates me is what's going to happen at the end, what it's going to look like. I like that. Okay, so let's think about this in a few different aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. So what would motivate you to want to be a really great dad? You had a good dad. You felt really happy about him. He's your best friend. Yes. And so what motivates you to be that kind of a dad to your son and your daughter? I want my kids to be, um, I want them to contribute to society in a positive way. I want people to I want people to want to be around my kids. I want them to be good kids. I want them to understand what being good is all about. And I hope at the end, again, that that product is a great product. And so far, they both have been. And I feel like they will be. And I think that's so true just from you know listening to what you say about them. I know how you feel about them. So now you're walking in the door. You're here at the radio station. Mm-hmm. You've got two radio stations, one here in Benson, one in Wilmer. And you've got to be motivated to get listeners to want to listen to your station. Mm-hmm. You've got to be motivated to run a business. What are you going to think about? How are you going to motivate your staff? How are you going to motivate listeners? Well, our business is, while we are in uh, relatively small towns, uh, when you look at the the world of radio, Wilmer and Benson are not what you would call major or even mid-tier markets. Yet, radio matters more to the people of these markets, I think, uh, than anywhere else. So you have to motivate yourself that people are listening to you. People you know are listening to you. And you want to put out a good product, a good quality product, whether it's news or whether it's local sports or, or, or whatever, or the product you play along the lines of music. You, want, you don't want to offend them. So 
you, you know, what motivates a lot of times my staff is that the, the uh, comments that they get out in public about what and motivates me too. The comments you get from the public: we like the music, we like the news, mm, we like the fact that you put the obituaries yeah. on the air. Obituaries yeah. on the air. Um, you know, you have to motivate your sales staff to. <laughs> they want to. You want them excited about the product you're giving them to sell. So you have to give them a good product, and then motivate them to continue to sell that product, and motivate them to create their own ideas so that they are excited to go out and sell. There's, It's a lot of yeah. motivation in so this business. Sometimes I think that motivation is stemmed from, you know, what my daddy would say is that invention is the mother of necessity. Is that how it is? Yes. So you've got a problem. You've got to be motivated to do something different, mm -hmm. right? So I think about you and HealthWise, you know, with both of us, we each, you know, live in a very busy world and have some high blood pressure happening. That motivated me to change my lifestyle health-wise. What about you? Again, it was the outcome, the possible outcome that motivated me when I was told about high blood pressure and what that can do to your body. I didn't like that outcome. And uh, I was told that I could change it with a few simple steps, Kathy. So mm -hmm. that's what I did. And it was diet. And yes, there's some medication involved. But also uh, learning how to wind down uh, a little bit and learn how to maybe put on some relaxing music or watch TV shows that uh, maybe I maybe I watch a mindless TV show so that I don't have to think so hard. There you go. And and that's motivated to taking being taken care of. I mean, taking care of yourself, taking care of your family. So if it's true that the five people that you hang out with the most kind of reflect who you are, are you around motivated people? I am I I don't see the thing is is I don't know if I hang around five people. I um it, well, you've got the lovely wife. I agree and I disagree. Yes. Yeah. And my wife is incredibly motivated and does so much work. Uh, I've never I've never seen a work ethic like her or her family has. Uh, and that does motivate me to see how hard of uh, how hard of workers they are. Um, I, I don't to me, it all falls on to me, Kathy, whether I hung out with five unmotivated people or five motivated people, right. I got to tell myself to get my work done. That's right. So I just motivate myself. Yeah. And the way that I motivate myself is I really do a lot of self-talk. I tell myself, listen, if you're going to be your best, you're going to have to get yes. going. You're going to have to get this done. This is a project right now. I'm in the middle of um, finally getting my book out mm -hmm. the door now to the printers. And I've just been really excited, kind of like what you're saying you know, we got the proof. I got to see that end result. Look at it. It looks good, but it had some boo-boos. So we're getting motivated to get that out the mm -hmm. door and, and for sale. I like to think that, you know, we have so much time in this world and, you know, we've got to make good. We've right. got to do something good with it. So I feel really motivated about that. Let's look at the last thing, and that's motivated for a really good marriage. I know that you've got a great wife, a couple of good kids what do you do because you're really living in this busy, busy world? How do you stay motivated to be connected to your wife? I mean, I think about how busy you are with your job. What do you do? This is a good question. <laughs> uh, some people, they find everybody's got a different way of uh, keeping their marriage motivated. And in our case, we sit down and whether it's watching TV or whether it's just sitting at the table and communicate with one another, or whether it's current events, or whether it's, uh, you know, uh, at a baseball game, we go to those together, or a basketball game for my kids, or when my daughter was in the play. We always go together, unless for some reason we can't. We just stay together and just continue communicating with one another. 
um, so that it isn't, you know, Friday, the weekend's here, now we can talk to each other about the week. We just, uh, you know, I, I think communication is key, and uh, we continue to talk to one another all the time. Thanks, John. The thing that I like the most is that you're motivated to do your very best. Friends, we need to rely on God for power to feel motivated. God is our ultimate power source. I don't know what people do when they don't have God in their lives. So we rely on God's word. We rely on his son for freedom through salvation and on the Holy Spirit for inner peace and direction. God is ultimately your power source and you need to ask for help through prayer. Seek him daily in his word and walk in the way that his path unfolds. Ask for direction and guidance. God will give you the resources, energy, ambition, and determination that you need at any given moment. Let's review. Number one, pray. Number two, make a goal list. Three, get focused. Four, find an accountability friend. Five, reward yourself. Six, surround yourself with motivated people. And seven, rely on God to be your energy source. I like this quote by Martin Luther King Jr. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Maybe there are uncontrollable circumstances that are keeping you from your goal. Maybe you've had someone hurt and wound you and you've just given up. Well, today's the day to release all that to God. Don't stop. Keep working at your goals. Keep trying. Get motivated, even if it's just a little bit at a time. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, for each and every listener out there who's feeling tired and unmotivated, bring them direction and energy. For those who are unplugged, plug them into you, the real power source. I pray that you'll help us to follow you as we accomplish our goals. In Jesus' name, amen. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, your best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best.